Hi everyone. Relationship breakup is today's topic. Now, I'm sure that if you're here with me today, then we can both safely say that you've been through this journey. No matter how prepared you think you are for this change, the preparation just wasn't enough. And in a separation, if, especially if it caught you off guard, then temporary denial or shock might have been your reaction. Now, any kind of separation is traumatic as we are biologically designed to live in communities and to also to have a partner and to have a relationship. And relationship separation is no different. Not only is there a separation from a person, there is a separation of the sense of self as well. It's normal to identify with your partner as you are trying to relate to them, connect with them and also be with them. Of course, sacrifices are also made during this time. Compromises are also made. And it's during this process that you start to defragment your identity and your relationship with yourself with the intention to merge with someone else's. And compromises and sacrifices within reason are normally part of a relationship. But what happens when these compromises and sacrifices are detrimental to you or to your partner? Why do we compromise? It's a result of incompatibility to a certain extent, as well also unconsciously trying to fulfill unmet needs through a partnership. And we compromise perhaps as well because there is a genuine love in the relationship and there's a desire to make a relationship work. However, in this example, the love was genuine. However, your level of compatibility was pulling you apart. Now, keep in mind that we do come together with a partner because of love and because of friendship. And that can also be a beautiful harmony within the relationship dynamic. It's when the connection starts to break down that we need to explore the reasons why. A breakdown in your relationship is showing you what has come out of balance and also out of alignment. And it grants you with an opportunity to either heal what has been ignored or what has not been addressed enough. And to finally also decide whether you want to adjust the bar of what you will accept and not accept in a relationship. Not everyone you meet also in your life is meant to go the distance with you. You know, some people come into your life to show you what needs to be healed in your relationship with yourself, to perhaps even show you what you truly stand for in life, or to show you where your values and also your loyalty within yourself needs to be perhaps adjusted. There are also times when you'll meet someone only to have them leave you, but it will also show you what you truly want in a relationship. And sometimes what you think you want is not necessarily what you truly want when you finally get it. Now, I also just recently released another book called Healing from Breakup. And in this book, I take the reader through a deep psychological plausible reasons as to why the relationship could have, for example, broken down and also some aspects to explore. Now, I also laid out a structure to help the reader to heal and to overcome relationship baggage and to also, most importantly, reestablish their identity, true desires, and also values, and also help their life and to heal their relationship with themselves. And as a bonus, there are also healing meditations included in the book for free to optimize the healing journey. 
And I also want to add that what I said earlier, when I talked about, um, for example, relating to your partner, that the amount of pain that you are in after a relationship breakup is also a reflection of how you related to him or her. Now, the aspects of you that merge with your partner now needs to be unmerged. There is also a way in which you can, for example, relate that is, of course, healthy, which means that when the two people come together, they create a life together. They build goals together and also as a unit and they can still have their own independency and individuality. Now, I've also learned from my own experiences in the past that how much I related to a partner was dependent on how strong my relationship was with myself. And in my case, my ability to also relate was in the negative side because I emotionally and instinctively, deep, deep down, unconsciously needed to have my needs met that I actually could not fulfill on my own. And what happens in most cases? I fell in love with how the relationship made me feel rather than actually stepping into it from a place of being feeling healthy and also having a healthy relationship with myself. And if this is you, then you have lost your power in a relationship, especially if you rely on the presence of another person to meet your unmet needs. And over time, your mind starts to associate your partner with the positive emotions that you felt. Even if there was just one positive emotion, if that emotion was strong enough in order for that association to be locked in. And this becomes the hook, as I would call it, in the relationship. So when your happiness is reliant and based on your environment, and this, for example, now includes also your partner, then you are setting yourself up for big disappointment. Your environment will always change. It will always fluctuate and people come and go. And a partner might actually stay, but they could also change at some point in life. And not necessarily in a bad way, but perhaps in a way that influences the happiness that you felt as a result of the partnership. Now, my point here is that change is inevitable, which means that the source of your happiness, whether it's a person or an object or circumstances, can change. And so will then, as a result, the amount of happiness that you feel in your life. And talking about happiness... The reason why a relationship also ended can be endless. But one thing that is commonly felt is the heartbreak. That is the heartbreak that follows. Even if you hated your partner during the relationship and, and you even knew that the end was coming, the hurt that stems from the final breakdown of a relationship is tremendous. Accepting and bringing a person into your life means that there's a part of you that allowed yourself to be vulnerable enough to love and also to be loved. It also means that you allowed yourself to trust your judgment and to trust the intentions and the actions of another. And when there is a separation, the trust is broken. The cycle of vulnerability escalates as not only is your trust in your partner broken, it has also been disrupted within the relationship within yourself. And now, coping mechanisms are born during this time. And they can either make or break your healing journey. Now, I've seen common patterns that tends to, for example, be shared by everyone after a relationship breakup. And that is, of course, the sadness, the anger, 
and also the feeling of feeling lost. So sadness and anger can also become your shield and your coping mechanism. You can, for example, become stuck feeling angry and feeling sad as these emotions are symptoms of much deeper emotions that are also currently activated. And you can come, become stuck with the anger and sadness as it is easier to identify and to understand these emotions rather than understanding or having conscious awareness of the deep-seated pain that goes beyond the expression of the anger and the sadness, which are emotional symptoms, meaning they are remaining consequences of an action that was taken. So anger is also perhaps the final expression of overstep boundaries, or perhaps feeling powerless to correct or breach, to correct breach boundaries, for example, in your relationship, if that was the case for you. Now, when anger is also expressed, you've perhaps reached your threshold and also your limit of what you can emotionally or even physically handle. And that makes dealing with anger challenging as you don't always recognize when boundaries are being overstepped. Now, you cannot correct an overstep boundary if you don't recognize it in time. You know, by the time you feel angry, you are already in damage control mode. So as your boundaries have now been overstepped, for example, it could be days, it can be weeks ago, or even months ago, or years ago. Now, defining and refining what your boundaries are, and also healing the blocks that prevented you from expressing them in the first place, can help you to set the foundation for creating healthy relationships in the future. And also, overstep boundaries can also lead to sadness. Without having a clear understanding of your limitations and your threshold, and you can neither express your boundaries nor recognize when they are being overstepped. And when you feel, for example, unheard, feelings of rejection and abandonment may result, and then sadness or anger starts to surface. Now, understanding and establishing your boundaries is powerful. It can help you to move out of unhealthy relationships sooner and perhaps even help you to not get stuck in, the, in those kind of relationships in the first place. And if this resonates with you, then I would highly recommend that you go through my, my online healing course, Healing Your Boundaries, Finding Peace Again. So separation also is just an emotional experience. It also triggers core survival biological reactions. Not only do we experience deep emotions with a partner, a partner also unconsciously meets our survival needs, whether your partner fulfilled those needs or not. The biological desire and need for them remains. And how strong these desires are also depends on the possible trauma associated with it is. As you might, for example, perhaps even be overcompensating by putting up with unhealthy partnerships and circumstances just for the sake of those unmet needs being met. Even though this is an important aspect that also needs to be healed, it should also not be the first point of focus after a relationship breakup. Feeling your feelings and showing yourself to, you know, allowing yourself to grieve is incredibly, incredibly important because crying is actually a natural trauma cycle completing itself in the body. And if you continue to suppress your grief, you are prolonging your healing in a much inevitable healing journey. We associate crying with shame and also that is a very toxic belief to have because crying is actually normal. It is healthy and it is part of our evolution and also to release 
negative emotions that's also built up stress that's being held in the body. And if you're going through a relationship breakup, then I invite you to let go of the classical proclaimed stages of grief after a breakup. Not everyone will go or feel through these certain stages and phases at the exact same time, right? So but you will move through them at the time that you feel ready to move on to whichever stage it is that you might find yourself in. Because every relationship breakup is different. And the reason why the relationship ended will also cause you to go through the different healing phases and stages. Now, finding yourself when you feel ready is one important step that cannot be skipped. If you truly want to move forward and heal the fragmented part of your identity, look at why you were drawn to your ex-partner. Why did the relationship end? What did you fail to see or recognize? If you did recognize something and you knew it would not, for example, be in alignment with you for long periods of time, why did you ignore it? What did you temporarily gain by ignoring an important key point because you and a partner that was, for example, perhaps not healthy? Now, ultimately, what I've noticed in my journey and also with my clients and students is that the ones who move on successfully are very goal-orientated. They have a goal that they are working towards and even healing from the relationship breakup can be set as a goal with active steps to take throughout the process. And once that goal is achieved, they go on to the next set of goals. Now, the ones who struggle are normally the ones that are very sentimental. Their entire life and identity is still wrapped around their relationship. And it's okay to feel that rawness, that emotion, feeling emotionally injured as a result of a breakup. Of course, we associate so much shame, for example, perhaps with showing pain and also showing vulnerability because it is labeled as being weak. So unfortunately, it is this mindset that also delays your healing journey. It is your birthright to express your emotions and that includes pain from a breakup. There are billions of people on this planet and as you are listening here to me right now, there are continuous stream of people ending relationships and feeling the pain of a breakup. You are not alone. You are definitely not a one-man island in these circumstances. Now, ultimately, the pain does wash away. And every day will be a new day for you. Your emotions will start to shift and to change and, through, and also to even change through you even though you might not be aware of it immediately, right? The changes will take place as you heal. And the good news is that nothing in life stays stuck in time. Time always moves on. Now, the good news is that nothing in life stays stuck in time. Time is always moving. And also you are part of all that there is. So that includes you. Now, if you are challenged by a relationship breakup or know someone who needs guidance and healing, then I would highly recommend my new free guided healing session, which you can also find at www.guidedhealingsession.com. And also, of course, my latest book that I just released, Healing from Breakup. And you can also go through and find that at healingbreakup.com. And there also I share free meditations and exercises to help you to really truly move from emotionally surviving to thriving. Thank you for joining me today and until next time, be the light that you are.